0: Welcome to the No Neutral Moments Podcast. My name is Patrick Payton, and it's my pleasure to discuss, to explore, and maybe even to discover what it means for each one of us to live our lives fully engaged, to challenge each one of us to be fully aware and completely expecting to engage to the fullest everything we've been designed, called, and gifted to be. So, with all this in mind, let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and get engaged. Well, once again, welcome back to the No Neutral Moments podcast. My name is Patrick Payton, and again, it is an honor to spend this time with you, and in line with just saying what an honor it is to spend this time with you, I am so blessed by so many of you who have sent emails, who have sent text messages, and who have just sent encouraging words about this podcast and what it has meant to you and what it has done for you. Thank you for sharing it with friends and associates, and uh, really hoping that you would continue to To share this message with others and continue to spread the word of the No Neutral Moments podcast, where we have really set about trying to explore the power of a life that engages every moment of every day with extraordinary expectation. All in this pursuit of becoming everything we've been designed, called, and gifted to be in this life. This whole idea of the No Neutral Moments issue has come up through personal experience and through life, as many of you have walked with me and we've walked alongside each other and realized that just not to be repetitive, there just aren't any neutral moments in this life of ours. So thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and being a part of the audience. Once again, thank you to Tyler Dodds and to Joe Ayler who have made this possible. You would not be listening to a podcast if it were not for them. But speaking of no neutral moments and in this episode where I'm just going to spend some time continuing to press into this issue of a of a personal viewpoint, of personal value in your own life because Let me remind you, you will never take advantage. You will never be fully engaged in the non-neutral moments of life unless you really believe in the value of your life. Because no neutral moments is all about recognizing value in others, recognizing value in opportunities and in moments, but you don't recognize that, you don't take advantage of that unless you really realize the importance of your life in everyday moment and the purpose of your life in everyday moment and how you really are serving a purpose around you. And so as we move into this episode, the reason I even have an episode to record is because of a series of moments that happened in my life really about a week ago. And I was listening to some other podcasts, and I was doing some some study, and I came across this question, and and it was a question about, it, really more than a question, it was was almost a comment about how, and I'll, I'll read the quote as it came across to me, And that is how self-esteem and self-worth are often connected to what we do for a living. And and that's probably not something new to you, but let me say it again, how self-esteem and our self-worth are connected to what we do for a living. And as I was listening to that comment, it really hit me because I realized that oftentimes our career identity is what we have taken on as our total identity because we've never stopped long enough to really consider who we are absent what we do for a living. In fact, when we ask people, when we meet people, we say, what do you do? And and that assumption and what do you do is, well, who are you? And do you have a business card? And do you have... a a title that goes with who you are. And so the more I began thinking about that, then I was reading in another book, and some of you know that one of my favorite books is this monster of a book, and I have it in front of me. You'll probably hear me turning through it. I have this monster book called Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss, where he interviews interviews world-class performers. And I was reading this quote where this gentleman by the name of B.J. Novak, and if you're a, a fan of the show The Office, He's the one who started that. But he said this, he goes, anytime I'm telling myself, but I'm making so much money, that's a warning sign that I'm doing the wrong thing. And, And he put it another way. He said, if you say that you're making so much money, but I'm making good money, this is a warning sign that you're probably not on the right track, or at least that you shouldn't stay there for long. Money can always be regenerated. But listen to this next phrase he uses. Time and reputation cannot. And I thought that was interesting because we really make so many decisions in our lives based upon an identity that we have formulated in our lives that is rooted in what we do with our lives. And the reason for that is because oftentimes we have not taken enough time to think about our personal script and the personal value of who we are. And then we become afraid of change. And and so you just have to get to this place where you understand that your self-esteem and your self-worth and who you are and your identity have to be separate from what you do for a living in order that you can live. And recently I was reading through my all-time favorite book, The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People. It's really the most important book to me outside of the Bible. And I was reading this quote, and I'm just going to read it verbatim to you. And and it's in the very beginning of the book, and Stephen Covey says, people can't live with change if there's not a changeless core inside of them. Now, Now, before I keep reading, remember what we've talked about, that many people have made the core of their lives their career, their business, or some activity, Covey goes on to say, people can't live with change if there's not a changeless core inside of them. The key to the ability to change is a changeless sense of who you are, what you are about, and what you value. Whatever is at the center of your life will be the source of your security, it will be the source of your guidance, your wisdom, or your perspective, or your power, And so when I look back last week and I'm confronted with the teaching of no neutral moments, and then I hear several times over last week this issue of what the central core is of a person's life. And I'm hearing other people talk about how self-esteem and self-worth are connected to their business and what they do it became apparent to me that we have to press into this issue of making sure we understand the value of who we are at our core, which I talked a little bit about two episodes ago. But I just want to press into the application of how you get to this this uncompromising core of who you are. Because I've also found that many of us are afraid of who we are for the very simple reason of what it might require of our lives. And and listen, you can, you can see the evidence of this in the self-limiting speech that is self-directed towards us, and this is going to really sound repetitive, in self-directed sarcasm. So I'm doing another study through a book by Brene Brown called Dare to Lead. And she's quoting another leader who says, the definition of self-kindness is contained and self-explanatory. And she goes on to say this, It means being warm and understanding toward ourselves when we suffer, fail, or feel inadequate rather than ignoring our pain or flatulating ourselves with self-criticism. Then she goes on to say, in my own life, this translates to one simple mandate. Listen closely to this. Talk to yourself the way you talk to someone you love. Most of us shame, belittle, and criticize ourselves in ways we'd never think of doing to others. And so I pause for a minute, and, and you already know, and I've, I've made it very clear about this, that, that my central core, the center of my life, is my personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Those are my convictions. That's where I land. And I, I go to the Bible, what I consider to be the Word of God, for my guidance and my central core. But you're going to have to make a decision as the listener as to what your central core is. And whatever your, the center, the core of who you are happens to be, That will define you. And what I started this podcast with was this idea that for the center of many of our lives, the only thing we can identify is our career. It's the one thing that talks to us all the time. It informs every single decision we make, more than even the conversations we have with ourselves. You see, how you talk to yourself is a reflection of the value you give yourself. You're only going to begin to change this self-limitation when when you begin to change the script, when you begin to change the script that you have inherited or you have owned. And, and by the way, the other, the other evidence of self-worth or a self-worth problem is the way you're thinking about how stupid this stuff is that I'm talking to you about. Because I've always noticed that whenever people have a reaction about growing at the center of who they are. And it's a negative reaction. And I think it's just all this negative or this goofy self-talk. That's usually an indication of someone who has not paid attention to who they are deep inside and allowed their deepest convictions to inform who they are. So I would challenge you to ask yourself, how are you talking about yourself? What words are you allowing to describe you? What in your core is describing who you are? If like myself, if you hold a personal conviction of your life being given to you and meant to be lived by and for the Lord Jesus Christ, then are you listening to what he says about you? My good friend, Mike Gakey, years and years ago talked about an assignment that a friend had given him of when he sat down to read the Bible, rather than reading the Bible and letting it beat him up. He said, "Why don't you start taking notes about the wonderful thing the Bible says about you? Begin reading in the book of John and begin to write down the wonderful things that God's word says about you." And I and I would ask you, when was the last time you sat down and started writing down wonderful things about yourself? And that's going to allow me right now to sort of turn a corner into application because if I start down this road of saying, "Hey, listen, about a week ago, I was experiencing a non neutral moment in my life when I was listening to people talk about how self esteem and self worth are connected. To our business. And, and then I hear another author talk about are you really willing to ask yourself about change in your life? Are you going to trust who you are at your core and be willing to walk away from something? When I hear another author talking about how we speak to ourselves, and oftentimes we don't talk to ourselves the same way we would talk to someone that we love then it drives me to this point to have to ask you, do you even know what it is to change the script about your life that then changes the way you see life and changes the way you interact with other people in life? So I'm just going to give you a couple of things that you might be able to apply. And it's really two simple steps, and one of them is an assignment that was given to me by John Maxwell. And it's a very difficult assignment, and I'm not sure how many of you will do it. And if you're one of the men who has listened to me at the Men's Morning Bible Study at Stonegate Fellowship, then you're going to remember this assignment as well. And I think I even asked the staff to do this one time when I was there at Stonegate Fellowship. But here's the first assignment if you're going to start rewriting this script, a script that's going to give you the courage to say, you know what, maybe it's time for a change in my life. A script that's going to give you the courage to engage with other people in non-neutral moments because you know who you are. A a, a new script of your life because there's going to be a changeless core inside of you that's not going to be afraid of change like Covey talks about. So here's the first assignment. If you're driving down the road, just put this in your memory bank. If you're sitting at your desk, begin to write this down because here's your assignment. In, In order to start reprogramming your personal script... And remember, a personal script is made up of all kinds of different lines and all kinds of different entries that people have put into your life, that people have said that you've begun to believe, that you have even put in your own life. And that script may not be written down on paper, but it's written down on the parchment of your heart. And so here's how you start reprogramming that. I love this assignment. It's really simple, but it can be hard. So here's what you do. You're going to sit down some morning, some afternoon, some evening, whenever the best time is for you to seize that moment. And you're just going to begin writing down positive words and positive statements that describe who you are. And, and here's the hard part. Maxwell challenges you when he, when he puts this in his books to, to write down at least 100 things about yourself that are positive and that are uplifting about you. Now listen, that that's not easy to do. You might be able to make it through the first ten, first twenty, maybe first thirty. But as you sit there and have to write about yourself, when you have to write things like, "I think I'm a pretty good speaker," um, "I think I'm a pretty good athlete," uh, "I'm a, I'm good with numbers," "I'm good with words," "I'm good at cooking." I'm good at golf, I'm good at racquetball, or whatever the things are, I'm really kind with my words, you're going to have to sit and write these things down. And remember what I said just about 10 minutes ago, the sign that many of you have some serious core issues that you have yet to deal with is how when I'm sitting here telling you to write down these 100 things about yourself, you're already saying, I'm not going to do that. I think that's stupid. I'm not going to try to speak these kind of words into my life. That's not what you're saying, but that is literally what you're saying deep in your heart when you refuse to take a look at this changeless core inside of you. And again, when I go back to my personal faith convictions that may not be yours, but they are mine, I'm going to let the Bible inform what I say about myself as well. For instance, Psalm 139, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made that I am, Loved, that there is great grace in my life, that I have been given the spirit, that I have been given peace. That may, may may not be a part of your changeless core, but it is a part of my script that I had to start rewriting many, many years ago. And then the other question I want to ask you to begin to think about is begin asking yourself the question, So what am I here for? And and what is my five year plan? What what am I here for? As Kathy Cook talks about your purpose that is bigger than your competence in what you do all the time, are you asking yourself, what am I here for? And part of answering, what am I here for, is not thinking about lifetime goals, but just thinking perhaps about a five-year plan, maybe a three-year plan, and the things you're trying to accomplish. So just to review this last 15 minutes, my whole talk began with an experience of my own, with a non-neutral moment of hearing this message over and over again through all kinds of different venues, that oftentimes we have an identity that is stuck in what we do for a living. Our self-esteem and our self-worth are connected to what we do rather than who we are. And when I listened to a quote from someone who says Am I willing to say that I'm too comfortable, that I'm making too much money or life's too comfortable? Am I saying that to avoid change? And then I listened to another author say, the way you talk to yourself is really an indication of how much you value yourself. Because we talk to ourselves, we don't talk to ourselves the way we would talk to people we love. We actually are very sarcastic towards ourselves. And that causes me to sit down and take some notes and say, How do you get around to this changeless core that is much bigger than just what you do for a living or what you do every day? And again, another author who says many of us are afraid of change and try to avoid change because we do not have a changeless core inside of us. And a changeless core inside of you oftentimes, in fact, I find most of the time that changeless core Begins with how you talk about yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you describe yourself, because the words you use and the descriptions you use oftentimes are a reflection of the value you believe that you have. I want to thank you once again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope that you're sharing this link with many of your friends, you're posting it on your social media, you're giving us the five star rating. If you can't give us a five-star rating, don't give us a rating at all, right? That's how you want to go about those things. I look forward to being with you next week on another new podcast of No Neutral Moments where we spend our time together just pressing into this issue of how to explore the power of a life that engages every moment of every day with extraordinary expectation in the pursuit of becoming everything we have been designed, called, and gifted to be. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon.